<laughs> Welcome back to the Prince Huda podcast, episode seven. Can you believe that? Episode seven. I'm your host, Prince Huda, and I am joined by the man who told us all last week and the week before and the week before that the Kansas City Chiefs would make it to the Super Bowl. We got it on clip. It's all over social. Man who may not watch the most football, but he seems to know more than I do on this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, the man, the manifester, the legend, Coach Chip. Oh, I like that manifester. There's an intro. How about the Chiefs to the Super Bowl? Go back to that post and review that a couple times. Listen to what Chip said. He said, hey, Chiefs are going to be in that super bizzle. Guess where they are? People were saying, oh, it's not his time. It's Lamar's time. It's not Mahomes' time. I said, nope. I said, nope. I said, the Chiefs are going to get it done. And guess what happened? Prince, what happened? You tell me what happened. They got it done. They got it done. They got got it done. done. We got Got a week now in between the Super Bowl, but we can live in that. I remember the exact quote you had is, you're going to watch this video and come back to this and be like, oh, he was right. (laughs) And then I see you commented on the video. Was he right? Like, yes, he was. Chiefs are inevitable. I mean, you, you, you said it. You said it. The Swift stuff, the Kelsey stuff. I mean, if you told someone in December when they had just lost to the Raiders that this team would be in a Super Bowl, people would look at you and be like, uh, what? But now the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. Surprisingly, as of recording, they're underdogs. So <laughs> right now they're not even the it's favorite hilarious. to win. What do you think about That's that? That's hilarious. That's hilarious. You don't think this runs this runs over? That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, 49ers are pretty good. We watched that game, too. The Lions choked it away. Niners came back. Very many unanswered points. It's the rematch of the Super Bowl from four years ago where the Niners lost to the Chiefs. Mahomes' first ring. So, I mean, a lot of storylines already. But, I mean, I'm excited, but we got to wait, what, 10, 11 days now, which sucks. But uh, great game nonetheless. And, Again, kudos to you, Chippy. Your your Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. So uh Thank you. Is this the year? Are they taking it home? Yeah, they're gonna do it again. You're not they're stopping it. You're not stopping it now. You're not stopping it I now. Mean, I'm you trying might to look be. at the post. I'm trying to find the post where I call. I I posted it uh I think last week. It was right before the Ravens game. And some comments were like, Oh, which, what is which she account? talking about? Uh the main one, Pratuna oh, Picks. There they are. And then the yeah. comments were like, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Ravens, you want to call him out by comment. Go for it. Yeah, no, I was looking at it. I was looking at it. Bennett's saying that's so funny because now they're out. What are you talking about? They're out. What's Ooh. Bennett talking about? I don't know what Bennett was saying Oh, he there. jinxed it. I got some pushback from my uh, group chats. Oh, you guys jinxed the Chiefs. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I think this is where we write the ship. And this exactly is where we write we it. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. So I'm I'm pretty amped to watch the the Super Bowl. I wanted the Lions to win. I can't believe I can't believe I, I said it. I'm like, game's over. I said game's over. I'm gonna go to the studio and make a song now. Yeah, that was tough. And uh and then I come back and it's twenty seven twenty four. Yeah, they, and then they came don't back. kick they don't they don't kick the field goal. Yeah, their coach, I mean He's very, like, aggressive, always going for it on fourth, but those were some idiotic calls. I mean, right before the half, they could have went up seven, they went up three, and then two fourth downs, they they go for it. Like, I don't think you should fire this guy over it, but it's like, I don't care what analytics say or 
what you're feeling. Like those are just stupid decisions in a key moment of a game. Like what's Eminem thinking there? He's in the crowd I'm sure giving he's it pissed. to the fans. I'm sure he's pissed. You saw he was giving the middle fingers to the uh, yeah, I did see 49ers that. fans. He was hyped. I mean, Detroit filled their home stadium with people just watching the game. Like they just put That's TVs insane. in there. And That's what the Leafs do too. They do the same thing for playoff games. Yeah, I mean, like the Leafs, it was just like a, a magical story that just ended so poorly. Lions win their first playoff game in, what, 35 years, then win their second one, then almost win their third one. Oh. Now here we are. They're yeah, gone. that's a tough way to lose that. Like 20, what was it, 34 straight points or something like that? 27 straight points? Yeah, I mean, they just embarrassed them. I don't know if you saw after the game, the Detroit coach said, well, he was pretty emotional. He was in tears. And he said, yeah, this might be our last chance of getting here. Like he said, next year is going to be even harder to get here. And he didn't necessarily wave the white flag, but he was like, you know, this was it for us, which I thought was pretty oh, interesting well, to see. That's kind of ridiculous to say when you have no idea what <laughs> can happen next year. He's not I wrong. I guess he's giving up. Every... I feel like you got to get rid of him. You have to get rid of him. Now you got to bounce him. Bounce him. It's definitely the the weird... Lions need to get him away as quickly as possible from the team because that morale, that dynamic – not good energy on the squad for next year. I'll tell you that. If that's what he's saying now. Bounce him up. Get quote. him up. And, hey, 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 hey. Let's get him up and out of here. Please. It was a very weird quote. Like, your team just lost. And now that you're sitting there energy. instead of saying, you know, we'll be back. We had a great run. Oh, we this could be it. We might not ever do this again. Yeah, like, okay, buddy. Let's just bounce. He knows he's getting bounced. Uh, you think they fire him? I mean, it wouldn't be shocking. Bring in Belichick. He's still looking for a job, which is crazy, but I mean. Yeah, you think Belichick's coming back? I don't know. Like, we talked about this a few weeks ago. Like, he's such a winning is one of the winningest coaches ever, two seasons away from breaking the record, and nobody wants to hire him. We thought the Falcons would get him. They said, psych, we don't want you. And now Bill doesn't have a job. So you wonder all these reports about him being, you know, a mean coach, too authoritative, too out of touch. Are those true? Do I believe them? I don't know if I believe them, but I mean, damn. So weird not seeing Belichick coaching a team. Yeah, belly, no belly, no beller. No belly. No beller in the system. I don't know if you saw the rumor. If Andy Reid retires as the coach of the Chiefs, Belichick to the KC. Could you imagine? No. No, we don't need him. Mahomes and Belichick? No. We don't need him. Should be interesting. Should be interesting. I I actually wouldn't mind seeing that. Yeah, I mean, we, we we can't rule it out. I mean, Andy Reid, they're saying maybe. And Belichick's kind of waiting, so maybe he is waiting for that opportunity. That would be a pretty crazy... Andy Reid's uh, that guy, though. Power shift? Yeah, but what if he's done? I mean, he's won a lot. Did it with Philly, did it with KC. Like, he's chilling now. Andy Reid's Timmy Neutron. Yeah. Did you see the thing of him where his mustache froze? Like, he's just like, he loves it. He loves the attention, you know. He's he's always a he's a fun guy to be around. Boys want to play for him. I bet. Did you see that photo of him pointing at Taylor Swift? In was the that crowd? a real photo? Or was was that AI or was that a real photo? I don't know. I think it was a real photo. Okay, because yeah, there were some AI, Taylor Swift AI. AI photos this week. That's sure. insane. I don't want to get into that, but it was one of those photos. No, I was kind of crazy. Yeah, that's the danger of the yep. internet. I mean, those were some serious. That should, yeah. It's not funny. I mean, it is pretty funny, but I mean, those those are some tough photos to see. That's for sure. Yeah, the Swifties, but I did see the, the one you're talking over about. That. Yeah, Swifties I mean, they talked to the guy. They said, get this out of here. 
they found who he was, where he lives, all that stuff. And so, yeah, you don't mess with the Swifties. I remember I made a video no, you don't. I, when the when I first started, like the first time Taylor Swift showed up at a game, I was like, I don't care that she's at this game and she's you don't do that. Travis, blah, blah, blah. Oh, dude, I got you. It. Don't do that. They said one comment was, I'm a Swift. "You do not want to start a war with us." That was an exact comment. Yeah, that's, I wasn't realizing insanity. That's like. <laughs> It's actually insanity. They're nuts. Like, your like, fans are pretty crazy, but I think Taylor Swift fans are a little crazier than Coach Chippy. Yeah, I would say they're probably a little more it's crazy. Close. It's close, though. Like, Start doing and then I praised games. her. Once I started praising her, all of a sudden I became such a likable personality. So, clearly, if you stay on the Swifties' good side, they'll reward you with how many of them you should are. Make, you, should, numbers. you should make a TikTok catering towards the Swifties. You say, hey, Swifties, how fired up are we to see KC in the Super Bowl? I can't wait to see Taylor Swift and Kelsey smooching on the field. You should just oh. say this. And then it's, it's Swifties are just going to love you. They're going to retweet it. They're going to be, I'm a Swiftie. That's all I got to say. Guys, I'm a Swiftie. I'm a Swiftie. Okay, I, I want to see Taylor Swift, Kelsey smooching on the field after a big <laughs> Super Bowl win. I did a I did explaining all, football to Swifties that did well, but I did a poll yesterday. Does Taylor Swift deserve a Super Bowl ring if the Chiefs win? Seventy five percent said get her out of football, and twenty five percent said yes, of course. So that's the uh, fan perception of her right now. Okay, I think your your skew might be biased though. Little bit, little bit, little bit. I love it. I mean, I saw something today. They made like three hundred. Over three hundred million in additional revenue from her joining. So, from a business standpoint, marketing, right? Do all you want. I think she's going to show up with Usher at halftime. I'll say that right now. You're going to have Usher Ooh, doing. What's yeah, a hot take? Yeah, yeah. And Taylor Swift will come in and do no yeah, some, some No, she's. She's doing her eras to her. I was. I'm so intrigued. In oh wait, wait, wait! Too. Coach Chips and Swifty. All right, what's going on here? No, I saw. So she's doing her eras to her. On the tenth okay. in Japan or something like that, so it's a seventeen-hour oh. difference between Vegas time and so. Needless to say, she's going to be able to make it to the game if she takes a thirteen-hour flight on the tenth. I don't oh. know, but she's like apparently it's like she performs the night before, but it's seventeen hours ahead. So really, she's going to have time to get back and watch the game so this is insanity that we're well i guess it's a test of how bad you want it right they, do they want her there do they not want her there like she's if i'm the nfl i'm doing whatever i can to get her there but i guess now it comes up to her does she want to go or not yeah like is this strictly just an nfl partnership like is this like is that what this was or is this real you don't think it's <laughs> love you don't think it's love it's a partnership I don't know. I don't know. It seems like it seems like a very lucrative uh, deal on both ends here. It seems three hundred million in sales increase. It seems like that could have been a uh, a business oh, yeah. play. Absolutely. I mean, it doesn't hurt. You got the official NFL social media accounts just posting pictures of them holding hands and stuff, and you're like, "What does this have to do with football? Nothing." But Ugh. it performs better than any post they have actually talking about football, right? So what do we know? What do we know? Yeah, so three hundred and 
The stat is $331.5 million is the equivalent brand value Taylor Swift has generated for the NFL and the Chiefs. That's insane. Like, anyone ask why they keep showing her, why they keep panning to her on TV? You're telling me she's not getting a kickback on those Kelsey jerseys? That's fair. She's getting a, fair. Is, is Taylor Swift getting a kickback on those Kelsey jersey sales? She might yes be. or I no, Prince? Gonna, she'll probably – I don't think she is, but I do think if they win, they'll give her a ring, like some sort of – some not not the official Super Bowl ring, but they'll give her some sort of Chiefs ring as like a thank okay, you for I'll being ask, part I'll, of Okay, I'll reframe. I'm going to reframe it. All right. Do you think she should be receiving kickback for those Kelsey jersey sales? Should Taylor Swift – be receiving kickback from those Kelsey jersey sales that she generated. Hundred percent. You look at that three hundred and thirty million. Like she's not seeing any of that. Of course, she should be getting something. Like she doesn't yeah, need it. Crazy. She makes stupid money, right? She makes so much money with her tours and pay, all that. We gotta pay Taylor. Pay Taylor. Do we though? Uh, Taylor's got enough money. She's uh, she's getting the social clout from all this. You know, I mean, she's on TV every week. Drake's not on TV every week. Beyonce's not on TV every week. I wish Beyonce was on TV every week, but Beyonce's be. not on Jersey, TV every week. Jersey could be. He could be. If he wanted to. He could be. He could be. He's like, I wonder who he's going to bet on, because usually whoever he bets on is going to lose. So if he takes the Chiefs, I might have to switch sides, because the Drake curse is very much real. The Prince curse is real. No. But the Drake curse is leaps guy. and bounds Jersey, above Jersey. Drake. Like, Drake makes nah, me feel Jersey. better about my bets. Drizzy, Drizzy knows what he's doing. Does he? Oh yeah. You think you think Drizzy doesn't know what he's doing? I don't think he doesn't know what he's doing. I just he's 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 got some tough picks sometimes, and that's coming from me. He's just seven hundred thousand on Strickland. Uh, I think there was a there was a few months ago he did something. He had John Jones by KO. John Jones won by submission. Uh, there's definitely more I can't come to mind right now, but he's he's had a lot of picks where it's like, ooh, Drake. What is you doing? No, he's gonna Drake knows. Drake knows what he's doing. He talked a bit about the scripting and the rigging in it all, but I mean I didn't I didn't put it out here on this podcast, but I did have Baltimore going to the Super Bowl. So, you know, I didn't put any money on it, but seeing the Chiefs win did surprise me a little bit. I think more what surprised me was how poor Baltimore played. So I guess that's a test to how strong the Chiefs are and how they just make teams make mistakes that they don't normally do. So kudos to your Chiefs once again. I appreciate, yeah, I appreciate that. Lamar had a threw in a triple coverage there. I don't know what was going through his head, but that was a detrimental mistake. Did they end up scoring on that? No, that neither the Chiefs didn't score a point in the second half, which was was so funny. So Baltimore, one of the highest scoring teams in the league, Lamar Jackson MVP, couldn't score a god dang point in the second half. So Holy. if you told me that before the game, I wouldn't believe you, but the Chiefs just gonna do what the Chiefs do and they just shut down teams. It's 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 absurd to be honest with you. Yeah, they shut down Lamar's run. Like I was they were stuffing everything. It was yeah, that was a tough game for Baltimore's fans there for sure. Yeah, you gotta feel for the guys in Baltimore, like this is the year. They're coming out, they're tailgating, they're fired up. They probably spent way too much money on these tickets. And it starts pretty well. They tied the game with a 30-yard throw. Lamar looked good. And then just 
Like they can't. I love when they pan to the crowd. And you always see the kids crying or have their heads like this or the angry faces. Like those make me laugh, but I can empathize with those fans. Like it's hard. That's like little... Mahomes has become Brady. You you said it last week. I was a little like, all right, chill out. But Mahomes might be Tom Brady esque. He's that guy. He's a problem in the playoffs. He's experienced now at age his age now. He's not he's not young. He's been in these games before. And if you haven't won these types of games, do you believe in yourself as much as someone who has? Like I think that's the biggest thing is once you've won, like you're like you're not worried about a semifinal. You've you've won the finals already before in your lifetime. So it's not the biggest game of his career in a semifinal versus someone like who was the guy? Purdy? Who, who was he facing? Purdy. Yeah, like L- Lamar. His first Lamar. Time. He was up against like, Lamar. He got hurt. Yeah, Lamar. Lamar. Like he's been in the semifinals before, but never the conference finals. So for him, that was uncharted territory. So you're saying it's more mental than it is on the field. Yeah, I think so. I think in the playoffs for sure, a one and done game. Who can stay mentally clear? And who can believe in their skill and their and their like? There's no doubt Lamar Jackson is skilled, right? It could be yeah. more athletic than Mahomes, but it comes down to decision making, comes down to execution um, on that specific day. And Mahomes has had more experience in, under those circumstances, under that kind of pressure. And obviously, his decision making is better, and he's able to stay composed. His defense is able to get it done. That offense, Kelsey's a monster. Yeah, I just I do think it's going to be very difficult to beat Mahomes, um, especially if you're Purdy. That was a big comeback, gutsy win from from them in the in the conference final. But it's going to be a different beast playing against KC and, and and the boys. Yeah, that's what's so crazy. Like, as much as Mahomes has won in his career so far. He's also lost a Super Bowl. He's lost an AFC Championship game. So he's already seen the highs and seen the lows. He's been on the field for the confetti coming down for his team winning. And he's seen the confetti coming down for his team when they've lost. So just the fact that he's, what, 28? And he's already had, you know, I'll say, like a Hall of Fame caliber, you know, stat line career thus far. It's crazy to imagine we might have 10 more years of this guy. And if you're Brock Purdy, I saw as the youngest quarterback to ever start a Super Bowl. He's like 24. Last year he got hurt and they didn't make it. And you think, holy cow, like how is this guy, like you said, mentally going to withstand all the pressure and all of the eyes on him and all of the spotlights of the media week and everything and take down Mahomes and Kelsey and, and Andy Reid who are so comfortable that they're actually used to being in the Super Bowl every year. It's a formality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patty Mahomes is going to pick him apart. We won't walk that back next week, right? That's going out for sure. You think Chiefs dominate them or what? I think Patty Mahomes picks them apart, shows him what's, shows him what's good. Done. Yeah, Patty Mahomes is going to show him how it's done. He's going to go out there. He's going to have a big opening drive. They're going to score a touchdown opening drive, and right. they're going to be in the driver's seat the whole game. And Purdy's going to be trying to come back. And they're just going to be putting drives together left, right, and center. Well, that's the other thing. Every game, the Chiefs, or the Buffalo game, they had a bit of a point where they were under duress. But 
They dominated Miami, not much of a concern there. Dominated Baltimore, not much of a concern there. Whereas the Niners almost lost to the Packers, came back and won. We're down huge to the Lions. You know, we stopped. We're like, all right, this game's over. Came back and won. So if the Niners go down like that to the Chiefs, they're not coming back. You know what I mean? Like, I don't see a situation where a team's going to blow a lead like that, what Detroit did, especially a team like Kansas City. But you think about the Super Bowl last year, and even the last time these two teams played, the Chiefs were down in the Super Bowl, and Mahomes came back and won. So it's really just going to be one of those games where the odds right now have it as like pretty close, like either team's going to win. But it seems like watching enough now, it's like how can you not put money on the Chiefs? And I, I'm asking myself that question right now. Yes, I do think – I don't know enough about this Purdy character. Honestly, guys, you know I'm not a football guy. Okay, you know I'm not the biggest football guy, but I do like to have my takes. And I don't know enough about Purdy. I don't know anything about the Niners, 49ers at all, to be honest. Couldn't name you three three players on their team. But KC, they're going to get it done. You know what I mean? Like, that's just at the end of the day, like I said, Taylor Swift, Kelsey – on the field, smooching confetti. It's just writes itself. It You'd writes be itself, insane but... not to, to bet against that. The story on the other side's good too, though. Oh, Brock Purdy was it. the last stop he was the it. last draft pick. No, think about this. He was the last draft pick in 2022. Mr. Irrelevant. So no team wanted him. San Fran's like, I guess we'll draft him. And he worked his way up to the starter. And now he's in the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like, it's a pretty good story on that end, too. A lot of that San Francisco team was in the Super Bowl a few years ago, lost to the Chiefs, fought all the way back, and now they're here again. Like, there is a good story there, but it's not as business marketing money as, like you said, Kelsey Swift, all that crap. The Kelsey Swift uh, t-shirt sales, Super Bowl sales. If they win it, are you kidding? Yeah. What I loved yesterday was right when that game ended, the commercial plays for the merchandise for the championship teams. Like yeah, they're just we, yeah, we did notice that marketing machine within Kansas City's win. Go buy the official Kansas City AFC Championship T-shirt and hat and hoodie and and all. I'm like, how did they like? Just do you celebrate that? Like, I'm a, I'm not a big celebrating conference finals i'm not a, i'm not a conference final celebrator more of a collector's item though like if you're a super fan you got all the jerseys all the shirts doesn't mean anything conference final the comp like you gotta win it i mean first like, of 16 teams that mean nothing unless you get the thought if you get the super bowl that's is that bad should i not say that no that's not that's not bad i mean the the ravens were they won the regular season AFC, but come to playoffs, like just the uncharacteristic mistakes, like Baltimore's key to success all season is running the ball. The only way the Chiefs look weak against the Bills is running the ball. So what do the Ravens decide not to do? Run the ball. Like I'm sitting at home and again, armchair quarterback, oh, Prince, you just watch football. You've never played. You're not running the ball. It doesn't make sense to me. Or the, the Lions, like why aren't you calling timeout? Like am I too dumb am i too smart for this game like i'm sitting here and i realize i can make these decisions at a quicker speed and probably more effective way than these coaches 
But for some reason, <laughs> these guys get paid the millions, but they're making clear errors that I'm looking at. It just that really pisses me off. I'm sure you can tell here. You know what? They don't have the same angle as you from the couch. <laughs> they don't have a good as no, good. You're right. They don't have an as good of an angle. They just don't have a good angle like you do. Right? Like you're seeing I mean, the listen, game from a analytics. different spot. Analytics, analytics. I would have went for seven when they went for three, and I would have went for three when they went for seven. So that's my take on the Lions. The Ravens, again, just run the ball. But what do I know? Right? I'm just some schmuck that bets on these games that watches football. I don't know what I'm talking about, but sometimes I feel like I do. Like there's been times, maybe you said the couch is the best view where I'll be like, this guy's wide open. How do you not throw him the ball? And they don't throw him the ball, but it is what it is. Chiefs Niners, just like everyone predicted before the season. I don't think anyone, there's one guy on Twitter. I saw that's predicted the Super Bowl four years in a row and he had Chiefs Niners. So that guy's uh, got a little bit on you here. Peter. Yeah, that's, um, For the purpose say? of this podcast, I'll say this. I'll go Niners if you go Chiefs. What? For the purpose of the show. To win the Super Bowl. Who's going to win? Oh, yeah, I'll go, I'll go Niners just for the purpose of the show. Chiefs are going to eat your Niners up, pal. I don't know. Nick Bosa? Coming for that ass. I don't know. I don't know. Do I believe Rice it? Is gonna, no. Rice but. is going to go for like 100 reception yards tomorrow. Tomorrow. Next two weeks from now. Two weeks from now. I don't like that there's a gap. Like it's like the what am I supposed to do next weekend? There's no I'll watch you at All Star Weekend. But other than that, what am I doing on Sunday? There's no football. It just feels weird. But, uh I appreciate you jumping into the football game for the past few weeks, you know, for the purpose of this show. And it's been some entertaining stuff and seeing your team win is probably a nice consolation of uh being such a fan these past few weeks. Oh yeah, just an absolute massive fan of the sport. Did you watch any regular season at all or just when playoffs started? It's like, I'll turn these on. I watched when – I think I watched when they didn't win that game when Kelsey did the throw. I watched like the end of that game. I think I caught the end oh. of that. So I watched about six minutes worth of regular season. Okay. Six minutes. Probably saw some highlights on, on, on some of the socials there. So there's Taylor Swift fans that have probably watched more football than you this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Most deaf. Most deaf. Most deaf. Well, I, to your, I've been watching a lot of hockey since we started doing this, too. Like, Leaf games are always there, but, you know, if there's a there's an Edmonton game on, I'll watch. If there's a Vancouver game on, I'll throw it on. I'm starting to starting to dive into that hockey world a little bit more. And once, once football ends, I guess it's just going to be all hockey. I've watched maybe one like non hockey Leafs game this year. What game? Or, did you hear what I just said? No, I missed. You watched non hockey. I've Leaf watched game? one. Leaf Bro, I meant to say I've watched one non Leaf game this year. I think oh. it was like the Kings versus the Oilers or something like that. All star yeah, break do. in the NHL. Leafs played their last game, what, Saturday? Uh, debated this on my show with uh, Sports Interaction this week. I want to ask you the same thing. Is Austin Matthews going to hit 70 this year? He's got 40 goals in 46 games. Yeah. So how many He's on pace How many games has he ever made? 46. Like, he would have 36 games left. 
assuming he plays all 36. So so how many more goals does he need? He said he's 30 at 40. More? 30 and 46 games. Or 30, 30 and 36 games is what he needs. So it's going to be tight. It's going to be tight. I think he's getting 65 plus for sure. Yeah, I, I'm with you with 65. 70 is just, it hasn't happened since 93. Um, odds makers have it as a pretty crazy if it does hit, but it would be great to see, but I don't, I'm going to say no. Like, cause that means he has to play every single game and like score every single game. Like he's going to get a couple multi-goal games, but like he's already had like four, four or five hat tricks on the season already. Like, like it's tough he to can't get go more. He can't go more than like five games without getting a goal basically. Or like 10 games. Cause no, he needs to like, it's going to come down to like 68 dip. or 69. Yeah. A lot of double dips are needed. Some hat tricks. But it's gonna be close. I thought for sure you'd say seventy. I'm shocked. You said oh, I'm not. But I, I'm like, you know, I know what I'm doing here. I'm not just gonna say something to say it. He's he's got he's got to really bear down if he's gonna score thirty goals in thirty six games. Like I think he can do it. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I talk to him this this weekend and say, "Hey, Pappy, we need we need seventy out of you this year. We need 70. Yeah, tell me a little bit about your weekend. I mean, all star. I see the NHL's mm. posting you, a lot of stories, from Cheetos, finger dust. What's going on with you? What's what can what can and can't be shared on this podcast about Chippy's uh, All Star? Yeah. Yeah, we got uh, the All Star coming up. So I'm gonna be down there all weekend down in Toronto. I'm gonna be doing some stuff with the NHL. There's a couple cool events, some creator events, some engagements. The most exciting one is Saturday, the three on three. Nathan Phillips Square outdoor rink three on three game that I'm amped up for. I'm fired up for that. I don't think I've been training enough. Like that's Prince. I haven't been training enough, which is like, I would like, I thought I was going to train for this thing. And I just, honestly, my diet has been poor. Um, I haven't been on the ice as much as I, I, I need to be. And that's on me. You know what okay. I mean? That's on me. No one else is going to train for you. That's on me. I feel like I need to like run all week. I feel like I need to like, you know, like start bearing down on the cardio. I think the cardio could be the issue. Like that's, it's the diet and the cardio <laughs> hasn't been the best. So well, how serious weights. is this game? Dude, like I'm taking this so seriously. Like okay. I was talking to their creators. Like we all are taking it pretty serious. Like, so like it's an all-star. Like it's not just a, oh we're gonna be like it's the biggest crowd I've ever played in front of. Probably the biggest crowd I've ever played in front of, except for that yeah. Minnesota Wild game was pretty crazy. The Minnesota Wild alumni game that was pretty intense too. That was like didn't you score a Hattie? But this one, I scored a Hattie in one shift. It was disgusting. Yeah, so do the same thing here, no? Yeah, three on three. It's I got some really good teammates. We're we're planning on maybe getting a stretch limo to come into the game. Talking to the teammates, we're like, like, "Do we come in with a stretch limo with some with some rent a rent a stretchy, a stretchy just to to bring them, just to bring the mojo?" I like it. What do you? uh, Who's fitting the bill for that one? I guess the boys are gonna split it. Boys are gonna split it. Okay, okay. So we got the that's Friday or Saturday. You're saying that's Saturday. 
Saturday. Sorry, I'm just trying to look at the look at the message they sent about this yeah, limo. limo. Hummer limo. Hummer limo Hummer. makes more sense. I was gonna say it's a bit tight with you boys in there. Yeah, the Hummer. Well, limo. it's it's outdoors, right? Nathan Phillips Square, like. Yeah. 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 They're, yeah. It's outdoors. Eleven thirty to two p.m. Two okay. thirty. So, so that you're saying, will that be more entertaining than the actual NHL All Star game? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, 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 game? yeah. 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 Okay. Can we can we get a stat line prediction? Man, like. Want to throw something out here? Like, like, um, definitely. I don't know. I guess it's it's weird because it's like three on three. Like there could just be a, like, like I'm gonna have to score a lot of goals. Like it's gonna be. Oh yeah. It's gonna be drop a number. I'm pretty. I think it's two ten minute periods. Like let's say it'd be nice to come out with like fifteen goals in the, on 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 the day. All right. Like for right, both fifteen like, goals for both games. Like for the whole. Yeah, the duration. There's of the two tournament. games potentially. So there's one exhibition, or there's one semifinal, and then there's a final. Okay. So you got to win the first one. So like, I'm gonna okay. need like I need like seven goals, like four assists probably, like a game. Yeah. So like, I like it. And any my other any my other teammates to step up and and bring some bring some energy and bring some sniping. So the eyes are gonna. I'm be excited. Tate McRae is gonna be there, Justin. Like the eyes on you, Tate McRae is gonna be there. Justin Bieber. I don't Will know if they're Arteta, popping out. Like, I'm not sure if they're gonna pop out, but oh. we'll see. We'll see. They might show. They might show up. That's cool. The NHL is doing that with the celebrity. Like we just talked about Taylor Swift celebrity integration. The NFL, the NHL, starting to do it too. You see NBA doing it. Like feels like it makes sense to have like mainstream celebrities do stuff in the sports space to like get. I'm sure there's Tate McRae fans that have never watched hockey before. That may watch this stuff because yeah. of her involvement, right? So it's cool to see. Yeah, the NHL is definitely be getting getting more mainstream. I think it's actually probably one of the quickest growing sports right now. Like, it's definitely more and more people watching it, more eyes on it. It's getting cooler. It's become like a cool sport. Totally, like the jerseys are cool. Like I'm seeing some NHL NBA guys wearing the NHL jerseys in there. It's definitely taking a a leap in the right direction in terms of just mojo. Like NHL's mojo. For sure. Like you think about where the NHL was 10 years ago, like to us, but being Canadian, everyone watches hockey, but now you're starting to see sports center, ESPN, Bleacher Report, some of these major outlets that would only cover like basketball and football. Now you're seeing a lot of hockey stuff. Like the Wemby Bedard stuff went crazy. You know, the draft is going to be in the sphere. Like they're taking a lot more risks and doing a lot more cool stuff. It makes people go, Oh, I might watch hockey, and then they love it. One of the cool things I saw with the NHL All-Star game was uh, they have a skills competition. Like, you know, they do the hardest shot, fastest skater, most accurate. They've combined them all where it's like one event now for all eight. So there's 12 players that they've selected to be part of this field. So I figured we could do a little draft in here, go back and forth, and whichever's team, Team Prince or Team Chippy, whoever does better, Comes the uh, the winner, whether you want to wager something on that or not. But uh, do you want first pick or do you want snake? Like, how do you how do you want to do this? The list is here, so we're looking at it. Twelve skaters. You know, how do you want to go first or second? I'm gonna go 
second. I'll let you go first. Okay. So looking at the list here, I'm going to take Nathan McKinnon, number one. Wow. McKinnon, number one? Why is that? Just an athlete. Just an Just athlete. An athlete. Like this guy, he's going to fare well in all these competitions. So you want to take someone well-rounded, hottest player in the league right now, point-leading getter. So I'm going to ride with uh, the Nate dog. Okay, that's a great that's a great pick. I just don't know if it's going to be uh, the equivalent to my pick, which is Connor McDavid, number one overall. He's about to light it up. and You cannot bet against the McDavid show. The McDavid show is so elite. His edge work, his passing, his shooting, it's going to be on full display. I don't think you can bet against Connor McDavid, to be honest. Okay. Well, I'll take I'll take Dave, Dave number one. Dave number one for me. All right. Number two. I'm looking at the pool here. I will take McDavid's buddy. I'll take Leon Dreisaitl. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. I mean, you, you warned me I on like McDavid. I'm good like, pick. well, maybe. Thank you. I think I'm gonna go Quinn Hughes. Ooh, this guy's okay. edge work, his skating, his passing, he's got a bomb too. I think Quinn Hughes is underrated in this skills comp in terms of the skating and the edge work stuff and the passing. That's a good I show. I do, and think... I might even say... Is he going to win? I was going to say, I think I think he's even a better skater than Makar, to be honest. That's how good of a skater wow. Quinn Hughes is. Yeah. Well, that was going to be my next pick, Kale McCarr. But I like what you're doing here. You think about the guys that haven't made an all-star game before that want to really show people, hey, a lot of eyes on me. You're putting me in this bracket with all these people. He didn't even get picked. He was the fan vote. So you know he's got that chip on his shoulder. So that's a great pick. I'm going to take a defenseman too. I'm taking Kale McCarr as my third pick. Okay. It's a good pick. Is Quinn Hughes in the actual event? Yeah. So there were 10 guys selected and then two got in with the fan vote. And Quinn okay. Hughes and JT Miller were the fan vote. So oh, I didn't know. a little okay. bit of extra, extra piss and vinegar that they didn't make it. Okay. I like it. I like it. I like it. I'm going to then go with... Jack Hughes. I'm going to take both the Hughes brothers. That's so good. I think they are in terms of just skill. In terms of this cone work, this going through passing, I like Jack Hughes as well. I think he's nasty. I think these Hughes brothers could do some damage in this skills comp here. They're going to be comfortable because the brother's going to be right there. It's just a a comfortability thing too. So I like that pick as well. That's your third. Uh, I'll take someone that I'm assuming you'll probably take next. If I don't, I'm going to grab Austin Matthews. Hometown guy. That's a good pick. Got to show up. You know, it's in Toronto. That's his city. I'm sure he's got plans all weekend and starts with showing up at the uh, All-Star Skills. So give me Matthews as my fourth pick. I like that one. I like that one. I think I'm going to go with Patterson. Ooh, good shout. Yeah, I think Pedersen, I think he won He won hardest shot last year. He can mm-hmm. shoot the puck. He's accurate with it. He can pass, and he can skate. 
I think I think Pedersen's going to be underrated in this event system. I like it. A lot of Vancouver love in this. I noticed they got quite a few guys in this this pool. So yes, I will go. I'm just looking at who's left here. Let me take both. Give me Nylander. Give me William Nylander. I saw him still there. I'm like, come on. Another guy, Toronto. Got to show out. Got to show up and deliver. Just got his new contract. Probably in the same tax bracket as all these guys now. Willie Styles. Willie Styles. So Willie Styles. Team. Yeah, no Willie Styles. I slandered him a little no, bit a few I'm weeks gonna... ago, but I'll take him. I'll take him here. I think he has a big second half this season. All right, I'm gonna go with. I don't know. I don't know. It's between two guys right now, and I'm not sure which one to pick. Uh, give me. Give me Kucherov. I mean, he's leading the league in points. Like, Ooh. what are we. Give me Cooch. I mean, I don't know As why. As a least fan, you didn't want to take him, did you? You didn't want to take I him, I don't right? know why. Yeah, like he went this low, but like he is leading the league in points. He must be pretty skilled, no? I'm sure he's, pre- I'm sure he's pretty pretty skilled. Two guys left, so between JT Miller and David Posternock. Uh, I'll go Miller. He got the fan vote in. I'm sure he's got a little chip on his shoulder because of that. So give me JT Miller. That's a and good that pick. With David I can't believe you gave me pasta. Last overall pass is crazy. It should be fun. Pasta, I mean, six pasta, on six. I'll take that. I'll take that. We'll put it. We'll put a graphic together. Which team's gonna do better? We'll Davo Pasta uh, Kucherov. <laughs> I got and the Patterson. hometown. You, you left me. You left me. Matthews, Nylander, McKinnon. I don't know. It's going to be close. I like my draft. Close. Right I like my draft a lot. Uh, well, we'll put we'll put the draft set. We'll see what the people say. Dirty. Quinn Hughes was a big pick. Dirty. I'm kicking myself. I couldn't take Quinn Hughes. I'll be honest with you. It should be good. That'll be a fun. The question is, who's going to show up to play? You know, one of these guys, maybe they're like, yeah, that's, not in it. that's the problem. You worry about that. So <laughs> who from your team yeah, do you no. see winning it? If you had to pick right now, is it Quinn Hughes? Quinn Hughes. Okay. I like that. I just feel like he's not like oh. the type of guy to like cruise control. I like it's like like Matthews cruise control. Uh <laughs> McDavid. I don't know McDavid. Dude, I can't believe he gave me McDavid. I can't believe he gave me McDavid number one. Like cruise McDavid. control. No chance, bro. The Nate Dogs. Davo knows he's better. Davo right knows now. he's better than everyone else out there. Davo knows his edges are the best edges in the game. He knows he's that guy, bro. There's no one like I get McKinnon's lighting it up, but Davo's just gonna be like, nah, I need another, I need some more hardware. I haven't got a cup yet. I need to be winning these all-star game cups too. Yeah, it might be a bit of a recency bias, but uh I don't know. I think uh I think he can get it done, but I guess we'll all find out together. So we'll do it like if you're got if the person on your team wins, or we can do like based on like how they rank and, and we'll and we'll see. No, maybe I think we gotta do it with the person. We gotta pick the right winner. Okay, so so winner. from your team, whichever guy wins, whether it's your team or my team, is that's it. All right, I like. Yeah, that. keep it simple. Keep it simple. Well, that's been the uh, All Star Hockey Weekend segment. Look forward to it. I'll be down yes. there. I'll be checking out your game. I'll hold a. I'll, I'll bring a sign. I'll bring Coach Chippy sign here for the fifteen goals. 
Yeah, bring us in. Time, just crash what out. Crash what out. Number one on the ice. Number one on the ice. Number one in my heart. That would be funny. I love that. Love that. Totally. I am like exhausted today. No, I, I like. I, I don't even know how I'm piecing words together right now. We were in the studio last night. Yeah, I think that's one of those where it was like too too much energy for Sunday. That Monday is just like a not even like a hangover, just like a come down. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I'm just like absolutely dummied right now. Which I apologize to the listeners. Yeah, no, if you're listening, you're a real one. If you're still listening, you're still yeah, watching, you're yeah. a real one. If you're still listening to this right now, oh, I appreciate you. Slump episode. <laughs> We'll call it a bit of a tough one yeah, for the boys. This is a slump episode. The title one, don't listen to this. <laughs> you think that'll you think that'll help the algorithm? Don't listen to this? I don't know. I think they deserve they deserve to be warned. <laughs> okay. I'll not our strongest sort of episode. This not our strongest hey, episode. It's all about showing up, you know. It was, yes, a, it was a great I weekend, agree. very high energy weekend as it's, it's shown on the Monday episode, but you know what? We appreciate the fans, the subscribers, the followers, the listeners, the viewers, all of you. You're the reason we're both sitting here, and I appreciate you all. Come check out All-Star Weekend in Toronto. Go watch Coach Chippy score 15 goals. I'm going to be there. We'll have some fun. We appreciate everyone for listening, watching, subscribing. Follow us both on social media. This has been Episode 7, Super Bowl Slump. We'll see you guys next week. Beautiful. Peace. <laughs>